Hi everyone, it's Julia. Today is Monday, November 15th, 2021. Today, as you may have guessed from the title, Managing Your Mental Health, I am here by myself and I'm going to discuss mental health. Now, you may be wondering why is a mental health episode showing up on the With CP podcast? How does this relate? Well, you'd be surprised how intertwined your mental health and your state is with politics and the rest of the world and how you engage or disengage with politics. Um, Basically, mental health matters. No matter what you do, across every field, across any kind of work that you do, your mental health matters. So I've been thinking about this because recently, Seattle, we had the daylight savings change where we lost an hour and we're now at 5 p.m. It is pitch black outside here in Seattle and it is dark and it is gloomy. And I've been noticing that I personally have been feeling very tired, very drained. Um, not and then also on top of that, the recent election results um, were not great. Um, and of course, the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, there is a lot that's going on that is affecting our mental state, whether we know it or not. So today I just really wanted to share some statistics because I've been looking into kind of the state of America's mental health. So first of all, I'll start off a little locally, um, just some statistics with what's going on in Seattle and the Pacific Northwest region. So people in the Pacific Northwest, according to an article from the Seattle Times, see the sun rise and set in fewer than eight and a half hours by December. And whatever remaining daylight we get is often blocked by clouds or more recently the past week or two it's been really rainy and according to seattle psychiatrist david avery while there's an estimated five to ten percent of people who are severely affected by sad which is seasonal affective disorder uh, which amounts to often depression anxiety greater mental health impacts due to a lack of sunlight um yeah, so there is an estimated 5 to 10% of people who are actually severely affected by SAD. And there's also a majority of people who seem to fall right in between, you know, being severely affected by SAD and then experiencing no effects at all. I personally think I get pretty affected by seasonal affective disorder. Um, the lack of light really makes me feel tired. Yesterday, I had Sunday completely off. I took three naps and I was like, wow, why do I feel like garbage? Um, and the impacts of SAD are we have less energy. We're going to sleep more. We're going to eat more. We're going to gain weight. We have a harder time falling asleep. And then we also have a harder time waking up during the fall and winter. And... Yeah, so the effects of SAD are very real, and I've been experiencing it. And for me, um, in terms of 
the gloomy weather, how I've been coping is I am going to buy a happy light. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but if you Google happy light, basically these are lights that mimic um, sunlight, that mimic the natural light that we are missing out on. They recreate a full spectrum of sunlight. Um, there, I've seen happy lights that are as cheap as $50 to really expensive expensive setups that are about $200. But basically the way that these lamps work is that you set them up in the morning, you sit underneath it for about 30 minutes to an hour, however much time you have. And basically your body kind of absorbs that sunlight and it'll help you feel better. I have not personally tried this yet, but I'm planning on buying a happy light. So I will keep you updated on how it works, but fancier way of this kind of light it's called light therapy. Um, so I will keep you updated on how that works. But I've heard from many people that having a light therapy lamp has been very helpful for them in managing this kind of gloomy weather and how it's impacting them. I've also heard of people taking a lot of vitamin D. I personally take vitamin D since a lot of people in Seattle due to the lack of sunlight. We are very deficient in vitamin D. Um, so every every day I take some vitamin D supplements and I personally have noticed an impact in my mood where I feel better. Probably also that's just me being nutrient deficient, but vitamin D has been really helpful for me. So those are two methods that you can kind of navigate sad, happy lights and vitamin D. Another thing that I've recently started doing in order to better my mental health is that I've started exercising again. Um, there's been a lot of studies out there that prove that exercise makes you happy, releases all those feel good chemicals. And this morning, even though it was pouring rain, I like went out for a run for just 20 minutes and it was wet and it was rainy and gloomy, but honestly, it was like the most alive that I felt in a while, just running out there in the rain. Um, feel the rain on your skin. <laughs> um, and that kind of rush that I get, I get runner's high where I basically feel really happy after I run. That felt amazing. So exercise, therapy lights, and vitamin D is my way of kind of com combating seasonal affective disorder here in Seattle. Okay, so now looking on a bigger national scale, the reason why mental health shows up on this podcast is also because it has a huge tie to U.S. politics. So according to a study by the American Psychological Association in 2020, 69% of Americans said that the future of our nation is a significant source of stress for them. And 62% said that they're stressed by the current political climate. And then likewise, a study by the University of Nebraska-Lincoln found that one in five Americans are sleepless or have had friendships damaged over politics. I have heard from personal conversations that politics is a huge source of stress for a lot of people, even people here in the CP community. And, you know, that political stress that we're experiencing now after the November general elections, after everything that's been going on in America, there's a lot of stress when it comes to politics. And on top of that, 
we're more than 18 months into the COVID-19 pandemic and we're kind of in this limbo between what was normal before and then whatever this post-pandemic future is. So um, a new study done in October 2021, just last month, found that a lot of people are overwhelmed by day-to-day struggles and daily tasks and decision-making have become more difficult during the pandemic, particularly for younger adults and parents. So as each day brings a new set of decisions about safety, security, growth, travel, work, and other life requirements, people in the U.S. are increasingly racked with uncertainty. So y'all, the stress, the mental health impacts of what's going on in our country and our world today are real. So I just wanna share a few statistics about stress so I don't feel alone in my stress and my mental health struggles. And also, so you listeners don't feel alone in your mental health struggles. So number one, for many, the pandemic has imposed the need for a constant risk assessment with routines upended and once trivial tasks recast in the light of the pandemic. Many people, when they wake up, they have to ask themselves, What's the community transition in my area today and how is this going to affect my choices? What's the vaccination rate? Is there a mask mandate? All of these constant risk assessment thoughts and choices that people have to make is exhausting. So according to a survey done by the American Psychological Association this year, according to the survey, nearly one third of adults said sometimes they're so stressed about the pandemic that they're struggling to make basic decisions such as what to wear or what to eat. Millennials in particular are likely to struggle with this when compared with other groups of Gen Zs, Gen Xers, Boomers, and older adults. Decision-making fatigue is also having a disproportionate impact on parents, given changes to work, school, and everyday routines during the pandemic. Many are struggling to manage households that are divided by vaccination status with one set of rules for vaccinated adults and kids over age 12 and another for younger unvaccinated children. Not to mention the varying health conditions that may exist. And of course, pandemic stress is especially elevated among people of color, especially for Hispanic adults. Hispanic and black adults according to the survey, we're less likely to say they're faring well during the COVID pandemic than non-Hispanic white adults. For example, Hispanic adults were more likely than non-Hispanic white adults to say decision-making has become more stressful compared with before the pandemic. And Hispanic and black adults were more likely than non-Hispanic white adults to say sometimes they're so stressed about the COVID-19 pandemic that they struggle to even make basic decisions. And of course, stress levels remain higher than pre-pandemic levels due to work and housing costs related stress on the rise. With all the recent inflation, housing costs on the rise, work, the stress of possibly having to return back to work in person, this is creating a lot of stress for people. So we've heard a lot of gloom and doom about the state of mental health. 
Hopefully though, makes you feel less alone if you are struggling with mental health impacts because it's a hard time for everybody right now. So how can we, what can we do about these? What can we do to take better care of our mental health? So like I said, look region specific, if you are experiencing seasonal affective disorder, vitamin D therapy lights and exercise are really helpful. In terms of overall stress about the political climate, COVID-19, and everything else that's going on in the country now, I'm going to provide five steps that you can take to take care of your mental health. Number one, practice self-care. Make sure you're sleeping eight hours a night. Make sure you're eating three meals a day, exercising, drink your water. And this sounds so basic and simple for a lot of people, but actually implementing this in your everyday life, implementing regular self-care is really hard for a lot of people, especially if you are busy with work, you forget to eat. I know for sure I sometimes forget to eat and I forget to drink water. It's like 5 p.m. and I'm like, wow, I have not drank water yet. So prioritizing the basics, sleep, eat, exercise, these basics will really make you feel better. It'll boost your overall mood and your energy levels. Number two, unplug. While it's really important to stay informed with the political news, what's going on with elections, it's also equally important to know your limits. Constantly doom scrolling, looking at news alerts can be very exhausting. So make sure you have time in your day to turn off your smartphone, enjoy the moment with your friends and family, make sure to unplug and take a break. Number three, you can also excuse yourself. So engaging in political debates and conversations can get really exhausting. It can strain your relationships. If you know you're going to be in a situation, especially with the upcoming Thanksgiving, where you'll be in a space where conversations can get tense, you can definitely use the opportunity to excuse yourself, change the topic, or redirect the conversation. Number four, you can also be open. When talking to people about conversations, about different opinions, you can try to listen objectively and show compassion for their points of view. And number five, finally, what Common Power can help you do is take action. In times like this where it seems like everything's on fire, feeling powerless can increase your feelings of depression, anxiety, and low self-esteem. It's important during these times of uncertainty to remember that you have a voice and you have the ability to impact and change the issues that matter to you. So volunteering with CP, doing a phone bank, doing a text bank, coming to our community meetings, all of these small actions can help you feel better and manage your mental health. Taking action will help reduce those feelings of powerlessness. So that's all I have for today. I hope this podcast just serves as a reminder to take care of yourself, manage your mental health, and of course, practice self-care because you come first. Also, I got a question but from the 100-yard alchemist. What's with the two people on your picture? <laughs> the two people are David and Charles. 
some of our directors here at Common Power. So thank you, 100 Yard Alchemist, for tuning in to our podcast today. All right. Thank you, guys. Make sure to take care of yourself and 